Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. As I record this episode, my dad is back in the hospital. It's his second time in about two weeks. He had COVID and pneumonia, and he's over the COVID, but the pneumonia is lingering. And he's 89, so this is a little bit scary. And if you know me at all, or if you've listened to several episodes, you probably know that I'm a daddy's girl. I always have been. I'm actually named after my father. And I've always loved being named after him, which is one of the reasons that I kept my maiden name when I got married. So right now, my heart is, it's a little bit heavy. I know that he's 89 and I know that he's had a great life, but I am not, I'm not ready to say goodbye to my dad. And I know that he's strong and I believe that he can and will be well again. With that goal in mind, Rick and I are hoping to be able to have him move down here to Arkansas with us. I've been talking with my sister who he has been living with and at her house, he has to navigate these very steep stairs and we're all getting pretty worried about him doing that, especially in his weakened condition. More than that though, this is something that I just want to do for my dad. I want him to feel how how grateful I am to him for everything that he did for me when I was growing up and how grateful I am for everything that he taught me. So why am I talking about this today? Because even though my heart is heavy right now, with concern for dad, I also find that I'm, I'm happy and I'm grateful. I'm happy and grateful because Rick and I are in a position to do this for dad. And it started seemingly rather serendipitously. One day in March of this year, which was you know, several months ago and well before any of this started, Rick and I were out snowshoeing at our home in Colorado. At that point, we had never talked about having a home outside of Colorado. And the idea of living in Arkansas had never entered my mind. But for some reason, on that snow hike, we started talking about what it might be like to live, you know, for part of the year somewhere else. And then that led to the obvious question of, well, where? And we had absolutely no idea. We started researching places and nothing really seemed to click for us. Then I booked an Airbnb down here in Arkansas for a spring trip because it's close to where one of my sisters lives. And I really wanted to get to visit her before we headed up to Illinois to visit my dad in May. At that point, Arkansas still was not on our radar as a place to live. It was just going to be a two-week trip. Then a funny thing happened. We started researching what we could do down here while on our vacation. And we were excited by everything that we were learning. That led us to decide to rent out our home in Colorado over the summer as an Airbnb while we stayed down here for the summer to explore. And the more we explored, and then another funny thing happened. We were at an Airbnb, and I was getting back from a bike ride, and a neighbor, an older man named Ken, he was out in his yard, and, you know, we started talking. And I mentioned that we were from Colorado, and that we'd fallen in love with Arkansas, and we were thinking of moving here, as I'd be closer to my sister and to my dad. I also, I have no idea why, but I randomly mentioned to him that 
you know, hey, if dad ever came down this way, then both my sister and I would be be here for him. And of course, by that point, we'd already talked with a number of people who were trying to move down here. And like a lot of other places, the real estate market is pretty tough. Two days later, Rick and I were sitting on the deck and Ken came out into his backyard and he called out, out over the fence to us. And he said that he'd been considering selling his house as he really wanted to downsize and that he'd love to show it to us. And we said, okay. And we, we kind of thought, well, it probably wasn't going to be what we were looking for. But then we walked through it and we saw its possibilities and its advantages. It's on a very quiet street. We can walk to the lake. It's a double lot. It backs to a wooded ravine. We're minutes from bike trails. And, and this is a very big deal in the Ozarks, it has a flat driveway. I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but I think there are maybe 10 flat driveways down here in Bella Vista, and this house has one of them. So Ken then told us about how he'd consulted with the realtor, and, and they discussed the price and what they thought would be fair. So he told us what that price was. And it was a fair price. We thought about it for a couple of days and then we said, let's do it. We called Ken and everything fell into place. It also worked out for him because the unit that he wanted wasn't going to be available for a couple of months. And because he had some health issues, cleaning out the house proved to be just too much for him. So we told him that we would take care of, you know, whatever he didn't want. He could just leave everything behind and we'd sort through it and donate it or take it to the dump or whatever needed to be done. He's a nice man and it, and it just felt good to help him. So we have continued to be amazed at how lucky we were not to have to go through the real estate wars. It just seemed to literally fall into our laps. So again, serendipity, but I'm not sure. I mean, on one hand, I'd say, absolutely. It's obviously serendipity. On the other hand, I'd say though, over the years, Rick and I have been very intentional about living our lives and setting our direction according to our values. That's been our strategy. Another part of our strategy is that we've never wanted our path to be such a tightrope that one thing would throw us off. We've always wanted margin in there so that we could respond to life's challenges and opportunities with intention, purpose, and clarity. I believe that to do that, you need margin and you need to be laser clear on what you value. If you don't have those things, then you're kind of left with merely reacting. And of course, I have to say this too, because as a daughter of a woman who was raised in the Catholic church, like my mom was, I grew up hearing mom say all the time, God works in mysterious ways. However, it all came to be. I find myself that I'm intensely grateful that here we are in a ranch style home that has the room and the layout and even a flat driveway to support my dad. Now to just get him healed so we can begin this new chapter together. 